Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Let's kick this right off with some fantastic news. There, most likely, will not be a new Forza game next year. Woohoo! You're probably quite confused right now at why I'm actually, you know, very, very pleased that there is not going to be another Forza game next year. And I'll explain it. I get tired of having to buy a new Forza game every single year. Or at the very least, there, there to be another new Forza game every darn year. Because like, oh, cool, Motorsport 7. A few months later, almost a year later, Horizon 4. It's like, uh, uh, I didn't even get through the entirety of the first game. And the fun is I'd like to be a Forza YouTuber. Uh, I'm not, so I don't, you know, I don't, have, I don't have that time to race as much as they do and, you know, get as much money as they have in the game. Although, Auction House can help with that. But still, every time a new Forza game comes out, it's like I'm falling more and more behind on the last one. Just every other year would be fine. Supposedly, the reason why they're taking a year off from you know their normally annual Forza release is because they're trying to fix Motorsport 7, because apparently it had a very lukewarm, and that might be me being generous, a very lukewarm response. And I'm quite happy that they're, that they're fixing it, because honestly, they should have enough time to... Look, there should be enough content within an every other year release to do a bunch of updates and packs, patch fixes and competitions and so on and so forth. Okay, I just can't believe that people are playing Forza as I can't believe everyone's playing Forza as often as they do to get bored of it that quick. I mean, a motorsport game, yes, but a Horizon game, no. So you know, I can understand a motorsport game perhaps every year, but I couldn't. I can't understand a, a I can't understand a Horizon game every year though. That that's what puzzles me. But anyway, so we're not getting a motorsport game next year. I should say that, and so that pleases me. And again, they're gonna fix some of the problems. I say some of the problems, that sounds like there's not that many problems. They're going to fix the issues with Motorsport 7, and I don't know how long that's going to... I don't I don't know quite how many problems they need to fix, but like I said, I'm just glad that there's not going to be another darn Forza game next year. Just, I'd be more than okay with an every other year release. Because, I mean, look, a Forza game every year, and they had a Need for Speed game every year, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, if Need for Speed kicked it up a notch, assuming that they're going to make a new Need for Speed game, Forza wouldn't, I wouldn't say they'd need, they'd have to make a Forza game every every single year. Just through DLC and updates would be fine. I mean, look, Grand Theft Auto hasn't had a new game since GTA V since 2011, 2012? I mean, that's seven years! And look at all the DLC and all the updates and all and all that they've done there. And I'm not saying to do that for Forza because Forza's not what GTA is. They, they couldn't, it would not work. It couldn't work. However, I mean, look, people, people, we got New Maple Valley. People still ask for for Jimmy Kaido, and there's a bunch of motorsports that they haven't added into the game, which supposedly they're trying to rectify. I think that within in within enough proper updates and fixes and additions to the game, Forza could work as a as an every other year release, as a biannual release, I guess that that would be called. But still, yeah. So you know, one one year to the Forza game, the other year. So you know what they're doing, but. Well, no, because yeah, that is exactly what they're doing. There's not, there's not a um, new, a new. Well, well, I guess I mean, I guess in terms of motorsport, that is kind of what they're doing because they have a Horizon game uh, that fits in its place. But apparently, 
speaking of Horizon, apparently Turn 10, or not Turn 10, Playground Games are working on a different game called Fate or something. So it might be 2020 till we get another Forza game. Once again, I'm okay with this. I think there are there there is a subset of games that can work with an annual release. But Forza, I would I'd very much prefer them to not. I'd I'd even prefer it if if we if they could somehow work out not having a Forza game every other you know. So one one year's Motorsport, one year's Horizon, one year's Motorsport, one year's Horizon. Because the problem because the problem with that is so you get Motorsport. Let's say you get Motorsport five. I wouldn't say worse than not. I wouldn't say Motorsport seven is worse than that. But anyway, you get Motorsport five. Okay, few months, and then you get Horizon Two straight after. So now, so now you're trying to play Horizon Two, and if you play, you know, if you play it more than me, if you're a Forza YouTuber, then you, hey, you might just finish most of the things in the game. But then next, it's Motorsport Six. You're never gonna finish one game before another one comes out. And then you're gonna focus on that game, and then another one. And it's just a, I do have an issue with with Forza's current release model. But then again, if I played Forza more, I'd probably, you know, I probably get bored sooner. So that's just my opinion now so i'll i guess i'll reserve final judgment to when i play forza more what well, i'll reserve final judgment to when i might play forza on a more regular regular basis but yeah so no forza game next year no motorsport game next year which i'm pleased with it sounds like no horizon game uh the year after that although i highly doubt it um but yeah so like i said i'm pleased with that because that just gives me more time to enjoy enjoy the the Forza games that I have, and the ones you know, the ones that I want to get, Horizon Four and Motorsport Seven. But yeah, and, and you know, they already kind of fixed parts of Motorsport Seven as it is right now with that drift update, and I think they did a drag update. And you know, what? I've been saying this for ages that they need to that they should do a proper drag system, kind of like Need for Speed Payback. But Need for Speed Payback, you have to heat up the tire, and it was like this way in po Pro Street too. And I always wondered why. This, that kind of system wasn't in Forza. It's a motorsport game. It should have all the proper mechanics that you'd actually use in drag, in, in real life drag racing. Maybe not to such, to such tantalizing detail, but at least you'd have to warm up your tires. Because what, what Forza does, you know, is it does that quick countdown and it's hard to sort of, you know, each car more or less has a different sweet spot for where you launch it at. And you only have about three seconds. And that, this, this comes from Motorsport 4 experience but you only had three seconds to find to build the revs up perfectly and get and get your launch right i'd like for there to for you to have more time than that but it seems like they did something with drag update so that's that's nice I, you know i've also said that they should have that they should have drag upgrades because they have rally upgrades they have drift upgrades now they have your race upgrades and the track with you know that's sort of I'd say kind of multi-purpose, but they don't they still don't have drag. So you know they have all they have all these, and they've added more more upgrades specifically again for drifting, rally, and normal track racing, but still nothing for drag. It you know for a game that's motorsport, I really I really hope that they're really gonna take their that they're really taking sort of the criticisms to heart as one of their creative directors said that they were, and you know I'd say do a better job with motorsport because I mean they they have autocross, which is cool, but Project Cars has rally. Gran Turismo Sport has rally. It and that and, and that's kind of what doesn't make sense to me is it's Forza Motorsport, but the only thing that they really have is track racing and Le Mans, and now and now truck racing, but that's it. To me, as a motorsport game, it's Forza Motorsport, not Forza Le Mans or Forza I don't know Forza Classics or anything like that. They should try to include more disciplines of racing if they want to be more competitive. Again, look at Gran Turismo Sport. Look at Project Cars Two. Project Cars Two has rally. It has 
Um, it's either WRX or a version of GRC, either way, which is now defunct, but it has more than just tarmac racing, and Forza doesn't. And it's a game that's motorsport, motorsport, which is a... It, you could say that it's not plural because it's motorsport, but it's on S, but motorsport means more than just tarmac racing. That motorsport, is a to me, is a plural term, because motorsport, that encompasses Le Mans, GRC, trophy trucks, because that's a motor sport. It's a plural term. And so they only have one discipline. So why? And dra- drag racing is a part of that. Drag racing could be easy. They don't have they don't have uh, pro stock cars. They don't have funny cars. Why not? Forza is a motorsport game. Now, if Horizon is supposed to be their more production-oriented, that's cool. But I, with all of what I just said, with all that said and done, I don't want them to get rid of the production cars. Because I do like the production car racing. Because it's like... Uh, it's like the Pirelli World Challenge. It's like that sort of racing. Trans Am, whatever it's called. I like that. You can have a series like that in Forza, and I think that's very important. However, it would also be nice to have more more cars for motorsport. Because they got rid of the old... They got As far as I know, they got rid of the old GTSR... The, the 90s GTSR Vipers in substitute for the, for the Gen 5 version. Why? Bring those older ones back. I'd love to see that. You know, more motorsport cars. Bring it on. Or that TA Challenger. That or that TA, what is it, TA3 class challenger? One of them. Bring that in too. And the ACRX. The ACRX has been in Forza Horizon. That's it. Bring that too, because they have a they have a Miata Cup car. Why not a Viper ACRX as well? And I don't mean I don't mean ACRX as in the Gen 5 Extreme Aero package. I mean the honest to God 2011 Viper ACRX. That was only in one Forza game that I know of, and it was Forza Horizon from 2012. Bring that back too. That's technically a race car as well. Or, and the competition coupe. They had back in the first Forza game, that I, if I remember correctly, and and Motorsport 4, they had the, the Viper competition coupe. Where did that go? And then, you know, to be fair, they also had a, in the first Forza game the Chrysler ME412 and then a Hennessy Viper, both of which I'd like to see make a return. But still, and then there's a Viper-powered Chrysler 300 drift car. I'd love to see that too. It's just really interesting to me how... Not, you know, I guess as most have been noting how not motorsport the Forza Motorsport series is. And so I'm quite thankful that that it seems like they're going to to be, they're going to be doing a better job on on focusing on that aspect of the series. I mean, you could even have, you could even have the the classic Trans Am racers, you know, your your Plymouth AAR Cruda ran, ran by Dan Gurney. You could have that in there. You could even have the Cunningham C2R, which I'd love, frankly, I'd love to see any of the Cunningham. Well... Any of the actual Cunningham cars, not cars that he drove like the E-Type or the Vets, but still. I'd love to see those in games, but, you know, it's a motorsport series. Let's get some more, let's get some more cars from motorsport in the game. Without, obviously, forgetting, forgetting to have a handful of production cars in there, but still. So, yeah, overall, I'm quite pleased that they're focusing on, on the motorsport more. Because I've said it for a while, it's a motor, it says Forza Motorsport, and they only have tarmac racing. Let's bring in some other disciplines, especially when you have competitors who have more than one, more than one style of racing. Again, chief among which are Project Cars 2, arguably Assetto Corsa, yeah, that's stretching it, and Gran Turismo Sport. Even even the even Gran Turismo 6 and 5, I think, had a a level of dirt state uh, of off road stages or something. So it's time, you know, it's really time for Forza to step it up, and I'm glad they're taking a year to really amp up their their motorsport prowess anyway thank you for listening i will see you all after the break are you uninsured or underinsured can't afford the high premiums of health insurance 
Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Alrighty, thanks for you know, bearing with the rant. Now let's get on to the news. Ford has issued four recalls and not a passenger car among... What? Okay, hold on. And it says not a passenger car among them. I'm sorry, but isn't an SUV technically a passenger car because it holds passengers? I mean, because I get what they're saying and not a sedan among them, but I'm sorry, wouldn't in the broader scope of the word passenger car include SUV? Because passenger car is basically public transport well i say public transportation it's personal transportation i don't know maybe i'm just being weird but that i don't know i'm, I'm very i'm very on the fence about that one i don't think that's the I, I think that's the wrong word to say there but anyway lincoln co has signed the world's best touring car driver for its racing team yvonne muller sorry if i got your name wrong will drive the new lincoln co 03 tcr for scion racing no cyan racing next season scion is dead Let's, let's, you know, have a moment of silence for style. Done. No more Mr. Budget Guy. Kia prices 2019 K900 for $60,000. Yes. Do I think a K900 might be worth it? Not $60,000. $50,000, $55,000, yes. Do I think people are going to want to shell out sixty dollars for, unfortunately, what how they're going to think is a Kia? Definitely not. Unless you have those curious buyers who are like, yeah, I'm tired of Mercedes and BMW and Audi, the established marks, including Lexus, and I want to go for a 60 grand Kia. I'm, not, I'm sorry, but as much as I think it could, the, the K900 could be interesting, and it's worth 50 to 55 grand, people are just going to say it's a $60,000 Kia. Kia. No one's going no to want to buy a Kia for 60 grand. This side of a stinger. Cupra to launch seven models by 2021, including bespoke crossover. McLaren and Sparco now offer an ultralight $3,000 racing suit. Let's get on to that Ford recall. Automakers have to recall vehicles all the time, but instead of issuing its notices, its notices piecemeal, I don't get what that means, Ford has announced four all at the same time, some larger in score than others. Only one of these recalls affects a sizable number of vehicles, and that's the notice affecting the 2018 Ford Expedition and its luxury counterpart, the Lincoln Navigator. The problem here is with a J-channel reinforcement bracket that are brackets plural that are supposed to secure the second row bench seat, without which the seats may it says may not come loose in the event of a crash. I think they mean to say may come loose in the event of a crash. This recall affects some 37,801 vehicles in total, 34,946 in the United States, built at the Kentucky truck plant between March 14th and August 18th of this year. Much smaller is the recall of 271 examples of the 2019 Lincoln Nautilus. 
268 of which are estimated to be in the, in the United States. This issue revolves around the airbag in the steering wheel, whose injection-molded plastic cover may separate during, develop, during deployment and potentially injuring the driver or other occupants. It only affects those vehicles without the adaptive steering system built at the Oak, Oakville assembly plant around October 11th through the 19th. Smaller still is the recall for 160 examples of the 2018 Explorer, some of which with the 2.3 or 3.5 liter GTDI engine may have a misassembled fuel pressure sensor that may cause a fuel leak and potentially cause a fire. These were all built at the Chicago assembly plant in late July. But the smallest of these four recalls is for the 2019 F-Series Super Duty, all of four examples of which, built August 21st and 23rd in Kentucky, may be missing material around the transmission casing where the Park Paul is supposed to engage. Is it Park Paul or Park Prawl? Whatever. Without that material in place, the vehicle could roll away even when in park. Fortunately, the manufacturer reports that it is unaware of any accidents or injuries for to have resulted from any four of these issues that, all told, affect an estimated 38,236 vehicles. Notice though, that these are all four crossovers and trucks without a conventional passenger car among them. Yes, and? I don't see what's so bad about that. Alright, it feels like they're insinuating <laughs> See, check, check this out, this is why CEVs are bad. Cars don't have normal problems, yet Dieselgate or Chevrolet Ignition. Passenger cars do have problems. They do also get recalled. I will admit, however, that it is quite strange that they have four recalls involving non-sedan, non-sedan vehicles. I'll admit that much. But that doesn't make that doesn't make sedans or normal cars superior from a recall standpoint. Yeah, soon enough, Ford's probably going to recall Fiesta or Focus or maybe a Taurus. VW's twenty-three thousand dollars EV will be a compact crossover for the people. GM's Maven car sharing fleet to expand and include non-GM models. Lamborghini unveils Urus STX concept for racing series that combines on- and off-road racing. Basically, it's rally cross with Lamborghini Urus's. That's- that's all they're making! I'm not saying I'm not intrigued to see how that- how that comes about. In fact, no, I'm quite intrigued. I really want to see it, but they're not making anything re revolutionary. This is literally the equivalent of putting Ford Explorers, Subaru, what do they call it? What do they call it? Um, Subaru Ascents and VW Atlases in either the, the, the now defunct Global Rallycross, ARX, or WRX. That's, that's all this is. And, and you know what? That could actually be quite interesting. But still, I mean, maybe they're not going to do jumps or anything, but like I said, it can't be more or less extreme than that. I don't I don't know what they're going to do with this that wouldn't basically be SUV rallycross. It's <laughs> that's got to be what it is or that's got to be what it's going to be. After the US Smart is ditching gasoline engines in Europe next year, like my dog ditched me when I was 5. <laughs> That didn't happen. I've never had a dog. <laughs> Next, Citroen C4 Cactus expected in 2020 with battery with, with battery electric option. Oh, Opel to launch eight new models in the next two years, starting with the electric Corsa. Germany's diesel ban is starting to expand to the Autobahn network. Delara Stradale is the perfect car for the off-duty racing driver. Someone drove this Ford, Fal Ford Falcon like they stole it. Because they did. They did steal this Ford Falcon. It, it's a little gift, so you probably won't be able to see it, but it's... It, it, they're just tail-wagging all, all over the... Just from side to side on the road, like one of those Arabian drift montages. Toyota USA to replace heroic nurses 
charred tundra after he drove through Californian fires. Freshened 2019 Porsche McCann, or McCann, whatever, making its American debut in LA and starts at $49,900. Life-size Lego Bugatti Chiron joins the real thing at VW Car Museum. Chevrolet says Corvette CR1 won't have Z06's cooling issues. I will believe it when I see it. VW CEO denies reports of merger with Ford. Lamborghini's SC18 is the first one-off created by their racing division. And I have figured out the perfect way to sum it up. So, you know, remember the uh, remember the Lamborghini Veneno? That was basically a coach-built Aventador, for the most part, from Lamborghini. Okay, well, the Lamborghini SC18 is essentially a Veneno-ized Aventador. That's, that, genuinely, that's pretty much all it is. It's got quite a... It's got quite a few Venino-esque cues, but with with Aventador headlights, some overall, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's a Veninoized Aventador. 2020 Toyota Avalon and Camry TRD pack 301 horsepower and a track-tuned suspension. I just hope it's. I just hope that they're good and interesting and fun because we need more sports sedans that are affordable. VW boosts its Chinese SUV lineup with stylish Tehran and practical Tharu. <laughs> I swear, these sound like some of the so, like some of those reject Greek names from really from really lame Greek god Greek gods and goddesses that couldn't that weren't epic enough to pass Zeus's trials or something. Just I, what are these names? That I I guess I've heard and read worse, but they. They just don't make any sense. What is a Tharu? It just sounds like Charlie's, Charlie's Theron, but Charlie's Tharon. <laughs> That's all that sounds like. And then Tehran, it it's it's just a few word. It's just a few letters away from Taken, the Porsche Taken, which is which might as well be spelled Taken like I have been taken to Huhat. The, the I'm telling you, these names they're really strange. They're really odd. Shangan. <laughs> <laughs> and here I thought those were bad. Shengan CS85 Coupe crossover looks like the love child of a BMW X4 and a, v and a VW Touareg. And it does. And I'm not quite a fan of the C-pillar, but the rest of it looks pretty good. I like it. VW to turn switch <laughs> some plant. Okay, I can't even be bothered. It's Z-W-I-C-K-A-W. Again, that's Z W. I C K A W Zwickaroo is it Zwick Zwick Zwicka? VW to turn the Zwicka plant into Europe's biggest EV factory. And can you do a slight a, a small rename in the process? I'd greatly appreciate it. Audi A6L debuts in China with longer wheelbase than the A8. BMW recreates the Monza track. The Monza racetrack in the Sahara and thus unleashes the new X5 on it. MGZS goes electric in China as EZS. EZS. As EZS variants debut in in Guangzhou. Hopefully, I think I got that a little wrong. Sorry. BMW now urging EU to consider 5G connectivity for cars. Europe's 2019 Toyota Corolla sedan gains hybrid version for the first time. By the way, new Corolla. Um, I saw it on Twitter, and the Europe version looks different than the American version. I didn't realize that until I saw the American version, and the American version looks be looks better, personally to me. The, the European version might look a little bit more strange, but I'm not. I'm I'm just not quite a fan. I'm not quite a fan. 
New Peugeot 508 gets stretched in China, becomes a Dongfeng Peugeot 508L. Robert Kubica could get returned to F1 as a Williams driver or as a Ferrari tester. That'd be cool. New 2020 Toyota Corolla sedan is here, all sharpened up. Audi R8 will remain V10 only, says Supercars Project Manager. Aston Martin's V12 Vantage V600 is an emotional send-off that looks fantastic. Researchers suggest autonomous taxis could become mobile brothels? That, that sounds sketchy. Mitsubishi boss says cars still matter. Makes case for new Lancer and Mirage. If that is the case, make a new Evo. Darn it. <laughs> make a new Evo and appease all of your, all of your now haters, quite frankly. But uh, if there's not a business case for the Evo, then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And no, when I say make a new Evo, I do not mean make the new Evo a crossover. Just make a new Evo. Make a new Lancer Evo. Good grief. And I gotta be honest. In fact, question for you guys. Could the Evo name be put on a crossover? I know that traditionally it's been on the Lancer, but look, they put the SRT8 name on a Grand Cherokee. And that's what the Evo name is. It's not, it's not. Evo is, Evo is actually kind of like, they're, they're basically Subaru's STI. Which is Subaru Technica International or something like that. It's their in-house tuning. It's their in-house tuning um, company, more or less, although Evo, here's the real question, what is Evo for Mitsubishi, is it the fast, is Evo just the fast Lancer, or are they a sort of tuning company in their own right, answer me that, because if they're a tuning company in their own right, then obviously they could make an Evo Outlander, you know, the Mitsubishi Outlander Sport Evo, they could make that, but if they're not, well then, putting the Evo name on a crossover, and is gonna be more than a little controversial. Anyway, Hyundai invests in Drone Maker as it as it eyes drone deliveries and HD mapping. Revivian R1T electric pickup T's debuts November debuts November 26th. BMW reveals plug-in hybrid 330e with up to 288 horsepower and 37 miles of electric range, and that is say it with me now pitiful, disgraceful, unacceptable. It's not enough. Put simply, it's not enough. Anyway, though, I hope you all enjoyed. And I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back once again. Europe's 2019 Honda CRV hybrid gets fully detailed in 52 photos. TBR Griffith looks and sound. No, sorry. TBR Griffith sounds like a villain ride. Oh. TBR Griffith sounds like a villain's ride, a new track video. And I watched it. It kind of does. I like it. I like it. I really can't wait to see how this car does. 2020 Corvette C8. New rendering show mid engine supercar in greater detail and new colors. And it kind of looks like an AutoCAD rendering. I'm not rendering. And I'm not saying that's bad, but this is. It might not be that far from the official thing, but it's still not the official thing. Chevy revives. 
Monzane Manu Sedan gives Blazer third row in China. Euro VW Passat could be made by Skoda in the Czech Republic. Vauxhall prices Crossland X Ultimate Flagship from 22,480 OTR, whatever that is. Audi Q2 e-tron electric crossover spotted for the first time. Jaguar's latest project looks to perfect traffic light timing. 2020 Kia Soul can't wait until the LA Auto Show to show its new face. I should say to reveal its new face because having a show that close is unfortunate. 2018 Honda Clarity is a good fab with some quirks, says Consumer Reports. 2019 Ford GT Heritage Edition going up for auction with a Gulf livery. Subaru launches South Africa's most powerful WRX STI to date. Study shows automatic braking systems reduce rear end collisions by 43%. Donald Trump is holding off on auto tariffs for now. Oh dear. Charges electric all-wheel drive Mustang rockets from 0 to 60 in less than 3.1 seconds. And that's a little specific. Cadillac pulling the plug on the CT6 Fev in North America. While the CT6 plug-in hybrid is going away, Cadillac confirms plans for new EVs. Let's hope that it goes that it goes better than the last time Chevrolet attempted to make an EV, and that was basically a Cadillacized Volt that was horribly expensive. And now you can get for I think less than I can safely say for less than 30 grand on Craigslist. Ford and Walmart to create autonomous delivery vehicles. T-Rex maker Compagna files for bankruptcy. Though thankfully, they're expected to stick around. 2019 Honda Series only update is a new body color, yet prices increase by $100 to $200. New Mercedes GLC F-Cell is the world's first plug-in hybrid that can run on hydrogen. Waymo to launch Uber rivaling autonomous taxi service next month. 2020 Kia Soul crossover teased before debut at LA Auto Show. F1 simulation tests show real progress on 2019 aero gains. 2020 BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe, or Grand Coupe sorry, reveals production body and headlights. Or lights, I should say. Spain considering banning diesel and petrol cars come 2040. Land Rover artfully previews the next-gen Evoque ahead of upcoming debut, happening on the 22nd of November. That's pretty close. A moment of silence for the Bob Bondurant School of High Performance Driving as unfortunately due to bankruptcy, well, I say due to bankruptcy, it is filed for bankruptcy and is closing its doors. With that being said, hopefully they can find someone to bring it to bring it back to its former glory soon. Aston Martin gets to work on the DBX crossover and there's an image and... Ah! Look, I try to give, despite my skepticism, I try to give most automakers, well, the automakers that are making, the performance automakers that are making SUVs the benefit of the doubt, but this DBX. The front, eh, the grill is a little, it's a little ostentatious. It's a little bit too big for my liking. It's, it's just a little obnoxious. Okay. But the overall hood proportion, I like it. It's kind of Aston Martin-ish. And then you get to the A pillar, not bad. Then you get to the B pillar, which is thick. And then you get to the C pillar. There's no quarter window and it's a lot of C pillar. And then it's basically got a duct it's got a it's got a roof spoiler and a ducktail spoiler and i mean i gotta admit seeing it again it looks a little bit better but uh, i really i really need to wait for when they unveil it fully before i pass final judgment but i'm not i am not that optimistic although the wheels look really nice i do like the wheels but <laughs> that's a small consolation in an otherwise just sea of skepticism Toyota shows Avalon and Camry TRD ahead of LA Auto Show. 2020 Audi RS7 spotted wearing production bodywork and could debut next year. Ferrari Portofino gets the wheelsome wheels and more treatment and an 80 horsepower raise. 
No Ranger Raptor? No Ranger Raptor? No problem. Chevrolet introduces off-road components for the Colorado ZR2, and it looks like a proper pre-runner truck, and I am happy about that. Zoyi, China's maker of Porsche and Land Rover clones, is coming to America. Oh, please, God. Please, no. No, no, no. We do not need that copier to make American clones. Apparently, they plan to make their launch of their first crossover in America in 2020. As long as it's their own crossover, they designed themselves or used another platform but didn't just blatantly rip other automakers off, I'd be cool with that. Hyundai Veloster N costs a tad more than a VW Golf GTI at $26,900. 2019 Nissan Altima is a mid-sized sedan worth considering, says the KBB. Or says KBB because they're not known as the KBB. New Ford Baby Bronco. This is apparently it as first photos leak out, and it does not look like a Wrangler competitor to me. It looks more like a, it looks, A, from the side, a lot like a Ford Flex, but B, like a Grand Cherokee competitor. Purists rejoice. The new BMW M3 said to offer manual gearbox. Germany will spend $1.2 billion to support EV battery development. 2019 Mercedes A-Class now available with new diesel, with new diesel powertrains in the UK. VW reportedly open to joining German EV battery consortium. 2019 Ford Ranger Yakima accessories are for outdoor enthusiasts. 2019 Chevrolet Silver, not Silverado, Colorado ZR2 Bison performance truck priced at $48,045. Volvo slash Lotus parent Geely takes over the Utah Motorsports campus. The facility formerly known as Miller Motorsports Park joins Geely's growing port- portfolio of automakers and racetracks around the world. Audi's issuing the first of eight diesel recalls in Germany this week. 2020 BMW M340i emerges just shy of a full-on M3. Let's tackle this recall, or this, let's tackle what will be a recall, uh, probably now. The dust is beginning to settle on the Dieselgate scandal that has rocked the Volkswagen Group and the industry as a whole. But it won't be put to rest until the vehicles affected have been recalled to have their cheat devices removed. And that's just what Audi is now preparing to do. With approval from the German Federal Office of Motor Traffic, known locally as the KBA, Audi is issuing the first of eight planned recalls for diesel-powered models that are expected to cover some 151,000 vehicles in Germany alone. The first wave will see... 31,200 examples of the A6 and A7 from the 2015 to 2018 model years and powered by the 3-liter TDI called into local dealers, sorry, called into into local dealers. The recall is deemed mandatory, but Audi says it will not adversely affect fuel consumption, CO2 emissions, figures, engine output, maximum torque, noise, emissions, or the durability of the engine and the exhaust after treatment system. Our commitment is and remains to deal with the diesel crisis consistently and fully, says Bernd Martin, sorry if I got your name wrong, head of Audi's internal task force for dealing with the diesel crisis. After detailed technical analysis, we can now offer specific solutions to fully meet the technical requirements of the Federal Office for Motor Traffic. That way, we aim to strengthen our customers trust. Following this first recall to be issued tomorrow on Wednesday, which was the 14th, Ingoslot will await KBA approval to begin the seven remaining recall campaigns for the other 120,000 or so diesel-powered Audis 
that will need to be recalled, that will need to be called in before it can put the matter behind it and move on. And now to close off some news that you may or may not have seen. Leaked 2020 Jeep Gladiator pickup truck photos and info, mostly for this info. The former Jeep Scrambler form, now dubbed Jeep Gladiator form, has released Jeep photos of the Gladiator pickup from a leaked press kit. The pickup seems to be a bit longer than expected, which suggests that the Toledo plant where it's made has been renovated to allow for longer wheelbase vehicles. The rear, the rear wheels are relatively close to the back of the pickup, and thus the overhang isn't as bad as some were fearing. The Jeep pickups, officially now named Gladiator after a full-size pickup of the 1960s rather than Scrambler, the name of the CJ-based pickups of the 1980s, will have a choice of just two engines, the Pentastar Gaswing V6 and the VM 3-liter diesel V6, also used in the Ram. Transmissions are the usual 6-speed manual and 8-speed automatic, only the automatic is available with the diesel, as... Much to the chagrin of some people, expect all the Wranglers off-road systems, command track, rock track, Dana, 44 axles, electric front and rear lockers, limited slip differential, sway bar disconnect, and 33-inch off-road tires. The payload is relatively small at 1,600 pounds, though that should be more than enough for the short bed. The towing capacity, however, is a hefty 7,650 pounds. The steel bed is 5 feet long with tie-downs and a power source. Apparently, it even gets a folding windshield. Options include soft and hard tops. Cool. So that's that. And obviously, we've all heard the news that, unfortunately, Stanley has passed just a few days ago. So let's have a moment of silence before I end it off here. I hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all soon. And remember, Excelsior! You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.